0: Did you... No, okay, no, no. <laughs> no.
1: Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight, we have episode 98, entitled Peace. These are more stressful times than usual. Where can you find peace, and how can you bring peace to others? We'll be talking about that this evening. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, please take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you can give us a five-star review wherever you are, that would be spectacular. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about?
2: No matter who you are at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, well, they're not as good as they could be. If things are bad and you're alone, well, things just got a whole lot worse. There is a Bible verse, Romans 12, 15, which states, Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone And what this podcast is all about Each week we go over what's good or bad In our lives, along with some food talk To model rejoicing and mourning We then hit the main topic And finish with some do-betters And can't-do-betters as well So while it may not be twelve fifteen in Rome We're
0: treating it like it is Lunchtime, Lunchtime in Rome. Rome That's the first time we've had all, all four of us do it Is that the first time? No first time.
2: Oh, Right
0: off the bat, he comes in with a drop. What did I do? I don't know, but I got to mark it.
2: <laughs> First time. Oh, it's so good to be back. Feels good.
0: <laughs> Come on.
2: Well, uh, Chris is back with
0: us. Chris. The drop master. Do tell.
1: Well, I forget why I was out last week. Oh, last week was just a really busy week. I was just... I, I, I'm telling you. And that's actually my good for the week. What's good is that as much as possible over the past... I don't know, a couple weeks, I have just hunkered down at home and just stayed away from people and it's just been a cozy time with the family yeah, and it's funny because of course we just came, came off a Christmas break and that's always a cozy time, but um, since then and heading back to work and everything, I don't know, maybe it's that, maybe it was the transition back to work and it's like, ah, I feel so busy all of a sudden that um, just uh, we, we ended up spending a lot of evenings at home and, and that's been... Been very nice. Yeah. You want some? What's bad? Yeah. The world. Everything. <laughs> right, we, did, we did. that last something week. something You still
3: actually
2: no. We ignored it last week. Yeah. Oh, we, we did. it. We were the rest. Well, of no. For everybody. Your
3: your your bads were, were That's true. That you is said true. everything. We, we didn't. But we didn't go into any detail. But well, we're right. not as optimistic as
1: Brian. Well, I'm not going to go into any detail either. It's just. Wait. The-
0: something going on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you one of those people that's locked out of their Bitcoin account? <laughs> oh, man. There's that, one guy that's real unhappy. Yeah, that would suck. No, you know me. It's all the animal stories. Haven't you seen all the ant? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's just, you know, it can wait. I think we all, at this point in our um, society, in our, in our news source cycle, societal craziness, it's like, we're, we're going to be talking about peace tonight, and that's a good thing, because... Man, this stuff can weigh on you, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, so yeah it feels bit. it feels a little weighty at times right now, and I, I I'm trying to keep up, and I feel like it's all important, and yeah. I want to I want to keep up with the stuff, but Very man, important. it can. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a yeah. lot. Yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot.
0: Absolutely. Oh, I have food too. I, we should talk about it.
1: Okay, so I haven't had food to talk about for a while. Listen to this. <laughs> You're not saying you haven't had food. Oh no. <laughs> you should let me know. I've had I've had <laughs> too much food. But um so remember a couple weeks ago or whenever it was we were I was on with you guys last, um, I was talking about how you know, we've been rotating meals in my family, cooking duties, meals. Yeah. And sometimes we we're getting a little stale and whatnot. So I've been trying to branch out a little bit. And so last week I cooked for the first time ever stuffed pepper soup. Mm. And it was okay. Not juice for a base? Um, vegetable stock. Yes, or? vegetable stock. Exactly. All right. Vegetable stock and um, yeah, vegetable stock. Wing of Newton. Mm. or maybe it was beef stock. It might have been beef stock. Makes more sense.
2: Well, it makes equal sense. Yeah,
1: it wasn't my favorite I've ever had, but it wasn't bad for a first try. Amy makes a really good stuffed pepper soup that I that I I actually really like because I'm not I like stuffed peppers, but it depends on the stuffed pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a fan of stuffed peppers and stuffed pepper soup, so I, you know, it was it was good to try something different. But that's Wallow. only the mediocre story. Uh-oh. The really good story was my mom uh, for Christmas she got us some uh, beef fillets, Ooh. and <laughs> this week I pulled out the Foreman grill. <laughs> Wonderful, <You> fancy.
2: <laughs> have you ever wait? Have you ever heard the comedian talk about the George Foreman grill? I don't It's know. a whole bit he does. He's like, so is there like a, a temperature gauge on it? No. No. Can you clean it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Does it go like a billion degrees and nothing else? Yeah, that's it.
1: Good that's deal. pretty much does it. Does it lock
2: closed? No.
1: <laughs> no, it's just gravity. Uh. <laughs> but I will say this. Like, it's not a bad wintertime alternative for, you know, you want so- uh, somehow to have a grilled-ish steak. It was It was pretty good.
2: I was no, I used to have one. Now, <laughs>
1: <laughs> me too. Now I will say this: Great I, to clean. I am a fan of a good medium rare steak, right? Mm. But I, it, this is gonna take a little practice because, like you said, it's one heat set. Of, I mean, it's just go go go. It went from rare, and I'm like mm. watching it. I'm like, okay, come on, <laughs> I'd cut a little more. Now it's still rare. It's still rare. To like medium rubber instantly no it wasn't that bad (laughs) it was a decent medium yeah yeah. but i i wanted to stop it before that and i couldn't quite do that yeah you you cut into it i had to i didn't try i've never cooked it this way before so i use a thermometer oh i haven't no when's your birthday oh i do have a meat thermometer oh you just have to tell me what to do with it. digital yes (laughs) no you stick (laughs) it in and read it uh no (laughs) okay so what temperature is medium rare 125 okay all right okay no it's not digital i probably need a better one yeah uh, i'll show you the one i got it's, i think it's the best one nice but so <laughs> just saying ha- had a little okra coke seasoning on it it's called backyard seasoning we bought down there like a, a little bit of sand, yeah, yeah. A, little, a little backyard seasoning and then we, got we've a little we bit did... of sand
2: a little bit of pretentiousness
1: <laughs> 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 we did a little caramelized onion and and sauteed uh, mushrooms and oh, and yes. blue cheese crumbles oh. it was delightful and that's my story paul says you stop it rare yeah you do stop it rare and let it just sort of
2: walk it through a warm kitchen yeah there you go and when you stick the knife in it goes mmm. that's <laughs> about right <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> you've gone too far
2: well i celebrate that that is a lovely lovely meal that thank is you
0: meal.
3: me yeah what's good is uh, creativity um mm. yeah i i have some good creative ideas and not just in my head i'm, I'm executing them um I, I i've been writing a ton and that's been really really um cathartic and also um healthy and and focusing you know it's just i i feel really i i'm made to write like i was born to write and like it's it's like the whole chariots of fire you know where he the the main characters he says um I was made to run. And when I feel when I run, I feel God's pleasure, you know, and it's like those things, you know, in life that you're meant to do when you're doing them. Nothing makes more sense and feels better. So I've been writing a lot and that's been really good. Um, And and honestly, I've been writing stuff about what our topic is tonight, what peacemaking. Hmm. And I probably would have been the better segue to uh, to, into our regular, (laughs) um, you know, our main section. But um, you're not
1: like you're not writing fiction. You're just sitting there writing out like I'm um, writing a
3: book. Okay. I'm writing a book. And nice. and that's that's one of not my new year's resolutions, but that's one of the things I want to do this year. Didn't share is, that on
2: the podcast
3: last week. I shared a lot. that <laughs> there's a lot that that I didn't share, but um but that's one of those things that like I mean, I've already written a book. It's already out there. Like but I have so many more in me. And and this was like I just I like not, like like not like maybe like never before, but recently uh, it's been. I, I just need to step up and finish this project. I just need to step up and do this thing, and it's just one book. That's all it is, and I have an entire year. But so that's. It's been really good. It's been, like I said, very cathartic, and and um.
2: Well, and the fact that you're making progress on it.
3: Yeah, like it's, it's not just, just a thought. No, it's and and it's um, yeah. It's I, I, I hope for big things with it. Um, I, I think it's what, what it's going to talk about is is very much needed. Um, but so that's my good, uh, bad, um, nothing super bad. I mean, in my own little world, you know, I kind of echo everything else that's, that everybody's been saying what's going on. Um, but you know, it's, nothing's hit home, you know, necessarily than my four walls, um, in my heart. Yeah. Sure. Like Chris said, it's, it's, it, it. There's people that delight in times like this, you know, the whole joker. uh, There's people that just want to watch the whole the world burn. Um, I don't. And and so and I think that's the majority of people. I just don't think that people want to be where we're at. And that's what hurts me so much is to see how it's, it's like a football field. And we've been so pushed into the end zones from either side when I think most of the people are right in the middle. Sure. Yeah, or or, yeah. or somewhere between the thirty yard lines. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like you might not be in the middle, but you're within. The, you're not. Most of us are not in the end zones, but it, it we're being made to seem like it is, and that's what hurts me. Because then you walk around, and that filters through every interaction you go through. Every you go out in public, like you, Chris, you hunkered down because you, you <laughs> right. don't want to be out in public. Because every time you go out, you're getting into shenanigans and and run ins, and um, you know, even if you're not like you're you're just. The, the looks that you get regardless of what you're doing people are just so pissed off right now and that's what's tough for me is to is to know that that's what's bad for me is is just the condition of our hearts right now collectively mm. uh and what i've eaten um a lot of chicken i told jay i ate <laughs> i ate chicken three times yesterday um and well, four i went back for second helping right <laughs> tuesday tuesday <laughs> night chicken um And it was, I had so much joy and it was so good. So that's, that's me. Good. And bad. And food. Mostly good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's Uh, yeah.
1: That should be the name of the, the, this uh, section. Good, Good, bad and food. Good,
2: good, bad bad, and food. Uh, For me, what's good uh, was it's uh, again, it could be a segue, but just the, the sermon on Sunday on being a peacemaker, because it started with when I was planning the beatitudes and Rachel was like, Oh, peacemaker. Yeah. I'll take care of that one. She's like, I'll call people out. When you post this, are you a peacemaker? And when you said this, are you? And I was like, maybe I'll take this one, honey. It's not a good time for you to do the first one. But I came across, you know, I got my point across, and you guys were all very, you know, uh, kind to share uh, positive thoughts on it. And I, I was a little bit burdened that someone might take it the wrong way because I do call out the division that's in our world today. And so that, but that's. But you did it in
3: such a great way um if I, i don't know like it's so divisive and i don't know how you could have done it any differently yet still had the same power in the words that you had and again i told you last night moving literally moving your body from one side of of the pulpit to the other side of the pulpit while you're saying you know here's one side here's the other side and you weren't making fun of anybody it wasn't sarcastic it was like here's where we're at here's where we're you just you did a great job with that and i'm not just saying that to you know grease the wheels of any kind of no and i appreciate that and i did link the sermon which is kind of
2: rare for me to the lunchtime in rome facebook page oh nice on today's post i was just i was just
1: about to plug the church websites but no no need nay yeah we're both
2: awesome um and and i mean very often you know as a pastor you get a Either a complaint or a snide comment from time to time, and I didn't get anything about that this week. So that's good. But also, what's good is I got to announce basketball again. Nice, um, which I haven't done basketball in over a year. Um, so you well, haven't about done basketball year. since COVID started. No, we we'd finished the basketball season. It was right after that. It was oh, actually okay. the beginning of volleyball. So it's been a year. You know, um, normally I would have done it mid-December, but mm. because everything got shut down. But even so, that's sort of the transition. It's fun to do it. I enjoy it. It's a new coach. So he gets to, you know, I asked him what songs did he want me to play or not to play. It's so great. He's 32 years old, young guy. And he goes, he told me before, he goes, listen, the kids have to like it. And my mom will be in the stands. So she can't be offended by it. Other (laughs) than that, you do what you want. That was like six months ago. And then I asked him the other day and he looked at me and it was so funny because he was like, I don't give up. And he said a bad word, Mm -hmm. but he turned to Todd, my assistant and apologized for saying the bad word Mm. to Todd, to Todd. (laughs) And I'm like, well, either that's cool because he and I are cool right? because he knows I'm a pastor or it's bad that he doesn't respect me at all. Like that he looks at Todd as the teacher. But, but so on the one hand, it's great and it's fun and I love to watch him play. But like they have to wear masks on the court now. Right? And I think it's a school board rule. I'm not sure who did it. That's probably the athletic committee within the school board, whatever. And so, you know, you have to give warnings to players because it goes below. And it's just and the fact there's no fans. And so it's kind of silly. Here I am announcing with a microphone to nobody. Yeah. Um, last night, I didn't have the guts. It was the second game. We had a girls game Monday, boys uh, game Tuesday. I wanted so desperately to call out a 50-50 number. <laughs> 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 Tonight's 50-50 <laughs> raffle is uh, number one. <laughs> you have one. You won. But Jay, that's me. Raise your hand right. if you have ticket one. <laughs> you gotta so, do it you uh, got to That's funny. God. Um, you know, that kind of slides to my what's bad. Um, you know hey they're getting to play and they're good at it you know and, and both teams won and, and and all that stuff but boy, it still didn't write and it's still not normal no. and the, you know so that's bad along with you know Brian, you said most people are in the middle and I think that's probably still true, but I've experienced lately conversations and interactions with people who I used to be able to talk to mm-hmm. and I can't talk to them anymore mm-hmm. like it just happened the other day. They made a political statement to me, when we sort of have this understanding of, we don't talk politics, mm-hmm. you and I, you know, we know we don't, we don't agree, so let's leave it there. Mm-hmm. And they just made a statement. And I calmly said, yeah, but what about this? And they got angry, not at me, but about the topic. Mm-hmm. Now they don't agree with me and they know that. And I would retort and just say, okay, and I understand that, but what about this? And they got angrier and angrier. And I think it infuriated them because number one, I'm locked and loaded. I know my stuff. I'll give you any any documentation. I can give you anything you want. And they were going on. I mean, at the one point, the person said, I just effing hate blank. Mm-hmm. I'm going there. This is a mm-hmm. political podcast, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they were like, I don't care about all your facts. I don't care about all mm-hmm. the stats.
3: Yeah. I hate. Just give me my emotion. I want to live in my and emotion. And it's somebody
2: I used to be able to talk to. Mm-hmm. And that's happened before. I met with somebody who I used to be able to talk to. And I, I just so
3: we all end up in this echo chamber, which goes back to you know the division so and and not to get off or on a tangent here but do you believe like i would like to believe i would like to believe that i stand by my statement and right now is just it's it's white hot and then eventually we're going to go back to just hot you know like it is white hot right now and i really i still believe that that fundamentally deep down most of us don't want to be doing this but right now where we're at it's just too hot it's just too 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 emotional sure that's what—that's my hope.
2: I, I don't, I don't know. know. That's my hope. I mean, it's—it's it's certainly as divisive, in my opinion, as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So, does it go back? I don't know.
1: And Wait. so, somebody you're talking to that maybe you used to be able to have a little conversation. We were, like, with. at so least we wouldn't even have are, the conversation. May, maybe in the yeah. maybe
3: maybe in in two weeks. Right. Maybe in a month. Maybe in two right, right, months. Because right. the emotions you're are right white hot right, right now. Down.
1: Like it's just hard to maybe control it as much. Maybe sure. I feel yeah. some of that. Yeah. Maybe
3: that's 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 my hope. Food um, wise. First of all,
2: Ben Busby. What's up, Ben? Uh, he likes our setup, so that's pretty cool. Um, and, by the way, Huntsman Projects, who retired from custom woodworking because they doesn't have their space. Little birdie whispered in my ear, they're going to be renting a uh, garage facility. Oh, will so be he's going to have a place for all his woodworking tools and he can get back into the custom business. Cool. Huh? So that's cool. That's good. That's that also what's good. good. Uh, food-wise, uh, my uh, my version of the Eaton Park Steak Salad. Pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. I bought some uh, members' mark steakums. Why are you glaring at me, Brian?
3: Is that something? Do you put eggs on your salad? Like hard boiled eggs? Is that that an egg? Do you do, like that salad that you just mentioned, do you have egg on it? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Hard boiled egg? That's great. And actually, I made
2: hard boiled eggs. Of all things I cook, I suck at hard boiled (laughs) eggs. I can never make a a hard boiled egg that I can peel well, Uh and these peeled
1: well. So I have got the perfect hard boiled egg recipe for you.
2: See? i appreciate that but rachel has a recipe as well and i'm like it's hard boiled egg like it's, a, it's not a recipe <laughs> like it bothers me right. sure, a sure. recipe directions directions sure sure no but i'm, I'm you. telling you
1: man that sure, shell sure. just peels slips right, right off. off what's it do? uh it's it's a list
2: of things i was well, just hoping you'd make the sound effect again but <laughs> oh! oh, cool. oh, did, did,
1: oh. <laughs> peels right
3: off
0: you have to have your own chicken
3: Oh, That's step number one. You gotta raise them a certain I would way. not. Hey, <laughs> I do. I do want do not, some chickens. Abby's been talking about like she's she wants chickens. Her, her teacher offered totally her see chicks. Her being. I that told her she. I told her she has, <laughs> I told her she has to give me a plan. <laughs> give your plan. Oh, she, oh sh- you get home tonight. There's gonna be a. She already gave it to me. There you go. PowerPoint. Um, yeah.
2: But yeah, steak salads with little steakums and everything mm. else, and a little red
0: onion and homemade
2: potatoes. Steakum
3: salad. be steak good, comes.
0: Eric. Uh, I'll be quick. Um, you know. Um. What's good or what's bad is uh, been super busy this week and kind of bogged down. Um, yeah, but um, what's good is uh, Amy and I uh, have decided to start like eating healthier and, and whatnot. So um, together, normally like we've been kind of doing our own thing, but it's always doing... easier
1: together, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, and it's been helpful because like we're we're both kind of sharing the uh, cooking responsibilities um so yeah that's what's good and we're it's good been, it's been good i feel good um and uh food wise we just made some uh chicken thighs in the air fryer um that were fantastic chicken thigh in the chicken air fryer. we did that last night
3: that's part of the chicken bonanza that i had <laughs> yeah. all day yesterday it was air fryer chicken
0: yeah it was so good she she um seasoned them up don't ask me what's in them um or what's on them uh, but I was wonder delicious. if Alexa
3: shared the same recipe that we had with her.
0: This one was from Pinterest, so I. Oh, okay. Uh, it might be, but did it uh, almost?
3: Did it tasted like almost breaded. Did you? No. Okay.
0: No. No. <laughs> Wait. Yes. Absolutely. Hundred <laughs> percent. No. Um, but it, but it was really good. Really really good. I'm excited about more stuff from the air fryer. Yeah. Stay tuned next week for what nice. we what we cooked in the air fryer.
1: <laughs> Can I ask a diet question? Yeah. So are you done with your what you had been doing? Not
3: previously? necessarily. I'm still doing fasting. like some yeah. some
0: some intermittent fasting okay. during the day. Um no, but it's you know, just eating cleaner, you know, and just eating cleaner together. Cool. You know.
2: Well, you know, last week I shared that I bought two books and uh I actually had Rachel read the one, which was good because I would have hated it. Uh that was the plant paradox where it talks about how lectins are terrible in vegetables, certain vegetables. But the other one is the carnivore diet. And I'm about halfway through it and absolutely loving the book, absolutely loving everything in it. Um, and so I'm about, you know, I'm slowly starting. Like I finished the last of my tortilla chips this morning with my breakfast. So I'm not going to replace those. You know, mm-hmm. when this ranch goes out, you know, for me, I'm like, that's it. No more ranch. Going to go to the vegetables, get rid of those. No. And I'm going to hit it hard. Uh, so I'm thinking about getting me
3: some uh, sous vide.
0: Do you want to borrow wa- mine? What'd how you-
3: often do you use it? Um, Probably not as often as you'd use it <laughs> over the next.
0: You'd borrow mine for a while.
2: <laughs> but here's the thing: you talked about like feeling better. Everything else, I'm at a certain amount of weight where I'm like, if I get five more pounds, that's like a benchmark number. Like I'm like I might go like a week and try to get to the worst number possible so that it looks better when I lose it all. <laughs> <laughs> I was
3: the heaviest I've ever, ever been. been, and then.
2: <laughs> um, but I don't know if that would bring me peace because uh, that's not what brings me peace. But you know what? I am so excited. We each week invite people to pull up a seat at the table and we're pumped when people do. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that all kinds of people from all different places have joined us and comment each week on different things and this week was probably the most by far people have engaged with us on a topic and the question was what brings you peace. I mean an innocuous, simple, open-ended question.
3: And so we've what- ha- we've asked other
2: Way better questions in the past, and nobody's. Well, maybe that's the
1: beauty of it. It's so simple.
3: Yeah.
2: So, uh, we're just going to share and uh, and and give feedback on whether or not this brings us peace. If you're watching with us right now, uh, go ahead and tell us if you think it brings you peace or not. Maria said she likes to take walks and enjoys nature. She makes sure when she goes on her walks, and she mentioned that she goes to the uh, former Churchill Country Club path. That she never wears headphones that mm-hmm. she's purposeful, and that brings her a good amount of peace. And, and several people mentioned, uh, I mean, one theme that we'll point out is the no headphones and the no noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, Ben was listening a little bit ago, hmm. hopefully he's still on. He says, for him, it's the shower. No phone, no computer, no outside contact, just water and steam, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a good one.
1: That's two in a row that like just limit the, limit the sensory mm-hmm. intake. You know what I mean? Well, and that's, or and then actually in both cases, it's replace it. 'Cause
2: for him it's water and steam. And for Maria, it's the sounds of nature. I mean, she said the sounds
3: of nature. Yeah. Until I, you get over by the parkway. I feel like I could drain like a <laughs> fifty gallon hot water heater with a, a good shower. Man, I love a good shower. <laughs> my brother and
2: I used to make the joke like, and this was back when my thyroid completely was shot and I didn't know it, so I was always cold. Uh huh. But like we would just separately uh (laughs) talk about how just you're in the shower and you're like it's warm in here
1: it's cold out there
2: there's people out there just here it's safe
3: out there it's dangerous it's like like, i mean i don't remember what it was like inside my mother's womb but it's (laughs) embryonic you know like like that place where every like it's warm and safe and sensory is you know you're just you're just being and existing
1: absolutely in
3: wonder
2: our good friend michelle uh, said reading, again, walking in nature, hot shower. She's the first one to introduce praying, which mm-hmm. which is a recurring theme. Amy, a good friend of mine, a friend of the show, sits at the table a good bit. She said, I sit, and abnormal for me, I am quiet. Mm-hmm. She's a bit of a talker. Mm-hmm. Counts her blessings and thanks God for them. So it's sort of a reset for her. Um, do you guys spend a lot of time thanking God?
0: I do in... Well, no, um, <laughs> but I was going to say like one thing, there's two things that, oh, I mean, I'll go, uh, there's two things that, that I find peace in almost every day. Um, peace every day. Ooh, fancy. Well, moments, you know, you have your moments, right. But in the morning I've started to do a daily devotional and then like start my day, like thanking God for everything that I have. Um, Gratitude, Yeah, just gratitude. Um, and then, so there's that part where I'm like purposely like thinking like, I'm very thankful for this. And some days it's just like, thank you for getting me up today. Hmm. Um, and then there's my other one. The other thing that brings me peace, and I don't get this every day. Um, but there are some days where, you know, you guys have had toddler age children where you're just trying to make it to the finish line. Mm-hmm. and that finish <laughs> running, line, out <laughs> running out the clock running out the clock and that finish line is just hanging out with amy you know watching a show or catching up or whatever like that's like <sighs> like i feel like we can breathe a little bit and it's just that's that's mine so the answer right. is yes you do give thanks and I that just, brings you a certain amount of peace. I just, I mean, I just think to myself, like, yes, but like you said, a lot. I just think, like, no, I just do it every day. That's a
2: good deal. I mean, I mean think about okay. how many times people go through weeks and you're like, oh yeah, I haven't really prayed. But in a I while. know,
0: but I know people that are like, you know, like they'll every moment they're like, oh, thanks God for the green light. That's awesome. All right, let's, you know, what I mean, like, it's just not All right. Yeah, do they? Some people do. Oh yeah, they do. Wow. Yeah, they do. Yeah, some people do. Yeah,
3: I'm just not that guy. No, I, I think for me, I do, um, and I think. Especially when you're in the moment. Well, that's the thing. And I, I, there, there was a point where it was all about asking. It was all about asking, especially like when I worked at my, at my water jet, like that whole period of, of absolute agony and turmoil for me when I was doing that job and in that situation in life where I just, every day I woke up, it felt like, you know, I was being crushed by life and it shifted. And, um, I had a great conversation with somebody at one point and they, 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 extolled the the virtues of gratitude, and from that point on, my prayers had become more about gratitude and thanks. And it, oddly enough, so many of the things in my life turned around from that point when I went from a pleading and, and demanding posture to thank you, and I appreciate this, and in this moment I have gratitude, uh, and I just can't understate how important that, or overstate how important that it is. To um to be in that posture when you are praying or meditating or you know whatever,
1: mm-hmm.
3: cool. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was just gonna say real quick for me, it's I don't, and I mean I do sometimes, but probably not enough. But um, not at green lights. We've established <laughs> that apparently not nearly enough. But I um no, my go to <clears throat> is is like turning things over to God in prayer like my anxiety and my you know whatever it is happening that day like I just I turn it over and I'm gonna act f- you know for for God like turn everything over to God the good and the bad but no not necessarily so I wonder how much of, that would
2: impact you because that does would you say that brings you peace when you release things to God
1: yes it, it's it's helpful dot, yes. dot,
2: dot, to a degree right sure sure you still hold on to a little bit yeah so I wonder if that would in a bookend kind of way you know if you would take a sort of a page out of Brian's journal and say, look at like literally right down, I'm giving you this so that you can review it and be like, wow, you did take this and this was taken care of. Thank you. So that you can have sort of a closure to it uh, because right. there is that lack of security in just the ask. Like but a tracker. You, but when you can see, oh, that, you know, that that has been taken care of. Wow. Thanks, God. Appreciate for that.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good advice. Thanks. And also I, I did take a page out of Brian's journal. When I was over at his house. It's kind of dark. It's very interesting (laughs) stuff, Brian.
2: Um, Nathaniel, I'll let you guys know Nathaniel. He said volunteering gives him peace. And so I replied and said, really? I said, "Uh, can you you flush that out a little bit? And he did not. So uh, we're going to move on. Uh, Kelly said puppies, cleaning things, and dropping things off at a friend's house. That's our good friend. (laughs) i get that kelly elaine because she uh uses my house uh to get rid of all of her stuff Uh. and so there is right now an entire free store in one of the rooms of our house but kelly is very good at blessing other people and i'm sure
3: that brings her peace that's fun and i believe that through rachel kelly has blessed me unknowingly i feel like Rachel. she's about to okay yeah they're having (laughs) an they're having
2: a uh an event okay (laughs) yeah they get first run um tom Tom Doyle says, "Reading through the Proverbs." That's one, another one of our Bible people. Mm. Um, people that have not—he's not a Bible person. He's just a human. Um, but anatomy, he's one of the people that says Bible. No, uh, he's got weird arms and eyes that right on the crease. Um, and when he talks, all the words are red. <laughs> no, only when he talks about Jesus. Okay, um, but he's one of the people that says reading, uh, specifically reading and reading the Bible, uh, make gives him peace. Marsha, 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 Marsha. That's our good friend, Evan uh, Orowitz from church.
3: His Marsha. Oh, it's like she I, goes I, on I to say it. my
2: many talks with God. And she said, and I mean, literal talks. People may lock me up if they don't know who I'm talking to, <laughs> but trusting in the connection that she has with him and knowing that he is in control. Mm hmm.
1: Don't which worry, Marsha. They'll just assume you have, like, a really small Bluetooth headset. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <She's>,
2: you <yeah, laughs> see people talking to themselves all the time. She just days. puts her, uh, you know, finger up to her ear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Pat, meditating, yoga, taking timeouts, which is kind of funny for a person of her age saying, I'm in timeout. But taking a break. That makes sense. It does. I think we need it. It's that regrouping time. Maurice, again, uh, Schwartz, reading and listening to the Bible, trusting in God, letting go and understanding letting go of the understand letting go of trying to understand this world mm-hmm. mm. uh this is going to come mm. back later my man christian hunting walking slowly keeping
1: quiet shutting everything else out mm. i love that walking slowly because we're always in a rush right mm-hmm. and we're always so like i got to get a to purpose the next i got to do this yep, thing. i got to get there and to to purposely slow your walk means Amble. i'm going to be present to me yes. that sounds like
0: yes yes i Presence. just did that with maggie today that was another good thing from today we did a whole lap yeah. she walked the whole wow and the whole ride. time you're like
3: this will tire her did out. you yeah, have? That's right. did you have one of those sticks where no like, I, <laughs> I just kind <laughs> of th- that
0: i would i would just kind of like hold my hand and then there was somebody with a dog and then that kind of was the motivation to keep going it's nice. like turning back
1: uh-huh.
0: we just kept going which well, it was good it was fun but i was like you know i'm walking slow but she's, you know, walking. And... I do love a good meander. A, yeah. good, a, it was good, a,
3: a good amble. It was a good meander. That's for sure. Amble? Isn't that what it is? Um, ramble? You're, you're ambling a lot. Uh, um, amble? Ramble? I don't know. We Somebody let us out. know.
2: Um, and you'll hear There's more. There's a preamble. You'll I don't hear, do that. You'll hear more from Christian later, by the way. That's just a little, uh, little uh, teaser. Uh, Patrick, tuning out, reading a book. Becky. Uh, that's my good friend Becky Finaletto. She said gardening, so it would be uh, you would do well to avoid <laughs> me until spring. <laughs> to which somebody else that's said, pretty good. "What? You got no house plants?" Uh, Lindsay Lindsay ignoring her phone and mm-hmm. exercising, which really think about it, it's kind of ah, exercise doesn't bring you peace. I say not too many people have mentioned exercise, which may be a statement to the people that I know mm. or about. Christy, former volleyball player of mine, photography outside, outside mm-hmm. embroidery. She said, yes, I'm old, even though she's in her thirties,
1: uh,
2: puppies. There's another puppies and uh tech free family time, mm-hmm. which actually that's impressive. Tech free ta- family time brings her peace.
3: I got, I got to say Ethan and Abby both had, had to have screen free days besides what they were doing for school on Monday. Um, they had a lot of fun together. Well, good, but they're oh, different. Oh my gosh, they were. Ethan is a different person. Like he just doesn't know what to do with himself, and um, he and Abby get along in ways that they don't ever get along. Other than that, so um, but it's loud and um, all it gives over the your house. heart peace, but
2: not necessarily your mind peace. <laughs> That's
3: that would be accurate, right?
2: And my thing is like we like we just can't necessarily play a game without Joe and Bella fighting. God bless mm-hmm. them and they're precious jennifer panza cooking shows to help her when she's not cooking that she needs <laughs> peace when she's not cooking. <laughs> uh kyoko likes to talk with her dogs mm. and uh now we go to chris's page which uh, i think it's interesting sally her i don't know if you guys have heard of her yeah. uh praise and worship and sitting on the beach mm. nature it's another beach. nature one uh jamie uh
1: lauris fortney that's my mama oh i did not know that what kayaking in nature nothing about you chris she's a big kayaker (laughs) yep she and her husband lane big kayakers they were kayaking like in november wow Wow. like it was not i mean we had a few decent days but but it was not like a summer day it's not like
0: the water's warm
1: right right yeah but man you can imagine that's peaceful
3: a little kayaking on oil creek you know i was gonna say oil creek or maybe the beginnings of allegheny the allegheny up there up in titusville heard of it yeah yeah. Because that's where the Allegheny starts, up, up near there. Yep, a little, yeah. A little uh-huh. further up. But a little further, but that's that's the... It's still Virgin Allegheny River right. up there. Right. And
2: then Phyllis, good old Aunt Phyllis, being at church and at home. And notice what she didn't say there. Work. <laughs> it goes along with the, <laughs> with her focus for this year. Uh-huh. Maybe next year, she'll be able to say, and even at work. Mm. But there's one last one,
1: Chris. Right. No, I was going to steal your thunder. Please go.
2: And that is Heather. And Heather said, I feel a great deal of peace in my husband's presence. He is always calm and comforting, especially when I'm not and I need it. Hmm. And she said, through the podcast, I've learned that even though he doesn't say much, it doesn't mean he doesn't have much Hmm. to say. And that. That's amazing. That in many levels, actually. um, That. Opened my eyes, and I found to be interesting in that she is the only person out of our 20-some responses that directly said another person brought them mm-hmm. peace. Yeah. Christy said family tech time, tech free time. Okay. Some people dog
3: dogs. I was gonna say pets dogs got mm-hmm. more run right than people. other people. Right.
2: Some dogs are better than people. And what's great <laughs> and what I love about what she said is what what it is about him that brings her peace. His presence, mm-hmm. not his words, mm-hmm. not his actions, not what he buys her, not what he tells her. It's simply his, and if you know Lenny, I mean he is a giant silent individual and that he brings her peace. And so my question is why don't we, we collectively as people, why aren't more people showing up on this list and second question, how can we bring peace to other people and be more like Lenny? I have an answer for the first question. Why don't you go ahead and share
1: it? It is simply this that I don't think that we as people are very good peacemakers without being purposeful about it. It's not that we don't try to love, you know, those in our in our in our world and in our lives, our families, but and, and, you know, this that's what this podcast is about in a lot of ways is how can we get better at meeting those uh, relational needs? Well, the, meeting those needs can help create that peace, I think, you know? So why aren't more people on that list? Why do we all feel like we have to step back from people? Because mm-hmm. uh, people become – even those we love can become – what's the opposite of, of peace?
3: Turmoil. Well, division. Chaos. Okay. Yeah. divisive division yes unpeaceful um <laughs> yes well and, and i
2: not and, peace. <laughs> and i think
3: that you i think that you hit on the beginnings of a uh, i mean you hit on good points but i think there's something else in there that you were um that that i i i believe that we need to be at peace in our own souls before we can truly be peacemakers hmm. we need to understand what peace is we need to understand that it is a it is a tangible thing that we have to aggressively, um, it, like a discipline, like a muscle. We have to be about being at peace, and I, I believe that, you know, the Bible talks about there's the the person that builds their house on a firm foundation, they're like a rock, and the person that builds their um their foundation on sand, and there I, I just look around at the world, and so many people have built their foundation, their hopes, their, their, you know, all the intention when they wake up every single morning is just to make sure that that house of cards, that that house that's built on the the Sandy foundation is not going to collapse. And then the, the, the wave starts to come. And so I got to repair this little part of it and I got to do this little. So I believe that, that one of the you look around our world right now and people have built their foundation on ambition um, they've built their foundation on their career. They've built their foundation on their own uh, morality. Um, so when these things are challenged, when these things are attacked, when these things um, have, you know, real life forces come against them in, in in the real world, which they are when the storms come, that foundation, it just it, it it's not firm. So. So how can you be a peacemaker in somebody else's world? How can you, when your heart is on fire, yeah. when you're battling your own demons and your own battles, when you wake up and all it feels like is your, is your whole heart is on fire, which so many people, that's, that's the reality for so many people. How can you then bring peace? Because you're, you're either operating out of hurts, you're on the defense, or you just simply don't know how to bring peace. Um, you don't know how to avoid the conflict. Um, And like, for me, um, I, you know, I went through a stretch where the world is going to change and any circum if you're trying to build your life on the circumstances of the world, it's going to ever be, it's going to be ever changing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, you know, and, and I also think it ties into not, not get too far down the rabbit hole or really monopolize this, but like I talk about the difference between P or uh, between happiness and joy, you know, and, and in so many cases, Joy is something eternal. Joy is something that doesn't change. Joy is something that regardless of what comes your way, just like peace, regardless of what comes your way, mm. there is that deep kind of current to that river, to that, you know, to that foundation that but most people exist up here. They they have they happiness, but happiness is fleeting. It's circumstantial. Right. But that's where so many people and and how do you create peace like that? And so, you know, for me it was like I came to a point in my life where it was like Th- that's that's a fool's errand to try to 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 try to wake up every morning and what's what's the moving target that I have to hit today, and and so you either need to find like like with Heather, you know she's found a lot of that peace in a person who is consistent, um, you know and kind of like a, a north star a pole star in her life she can say okay when I get this way I can I can look here uh, and 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 know that things are are, are good. Um, and so, I, you know, I, that's what I encourage is if you if you truly want to be a peacemaker, you have to first find it in yourself. You first find it in yourself by building on a foundation that doesn't change that that, that is, is, you know, that um, you can just rely on moment in and moment out. And then from there, it, it, you know, you, you ask for empathy. You look for empathy and you, you just don't throw the grenade don't don't wear that t-shirt don't put that bumper sticker on your car you know like you're just there's people that walk around looking for that and this world needs far less of that mm-hmm. you know and and um but like you look at our news cycle you look at our back and forth and okay twitter banned this person and so now this company in and in Idaho is is banning twitter it's just this back and forth blah 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 um they just how can you de-escalate a situation? And a lot of times it's abstaining. Um, well, and I like what you said that the first thing is you have to be healthy. That if you're not in peace, you're not going to bring peace to somebody else. Mm-hmm.
2: And then what you we basically went to was how to not make it worse. Right. Um, I think we have to look at what the definition, not the definition, but if what is a state of peace? And it's not the absence of turmoil. It's mm-hmm. not the absence of the storm. But it's like, Brian, what you were saying, which is having a, a steadiness Within the storm, you know, it's not like everything goes away. That's just calm, right? There's peace within the storm. And what I've found, if we go through our list of things, 90%, it's withdrawing from the storm. Mm -hmm. It's getting out of the storm for a minute and getting maybe a different perspective. What I think is so important about us as individuals having the opportunity to bring peace to somebody is making sure somebody's not alone in the storm. Mm Mm-hmm. That you are like, you know, that Lenny grounds Heather and Mm -hmm. he gives her a base Mm -hmm. to be. And that if I think of one of the times in my life, I've, you know, I find peace in most of these ways, Mm -hmm. but it's temporary. It's fleeting. One of the greatest times of peace is I had a a bad coaching day, a bad ministry day years ago. And I was still with Young Life and parents were mad at me and this and everything was bad. And this is right when we were learning all this emotional responding. And Rachel sat down next to me and just put her hand on my knee. Mm-hmm. which, as you guys know, is about as affectionate.
1: That's big time.
2: Right. <laughs> and it was like there was just lightning going through my knee, mm-hmm. and it was just in a, in a very calming lightning way. But just <laughs> the fact that she was there with me. She didn't <laughs> say anything. She didn't do anything. There's times she wants to defend me and go throw punches and everything else. So I think the, the the encouragement is to to not let people be alone in the midst of their storm
3: and just join them in it rather than fix it. Well, I go back to your, um, your, your, your trade days. Mm -hmm. And I I think one of the most important things that you recognized right from the beginning, right from the beginning was this child's ultimately not mine. And we're going to glorify God through this. You had a crap storm every single day of hospitals and medicine and fights. And where's the money going to come from? All of these things are happening. But right from the beginning, you said, here's my stake in the ground, this boom, right into that solid ground, right into that foundation. And regardless of what you woke up to that day, does it, does it hurt your heart? Does it inflame you? Do you have anxiety? Yes. At times it's overwhelming. But at the end of the day, that claim where here's the foundation that I'm going to rest in and what I'm going to pin my hope to in this trial brought you guys through and created an amazing story that has inspired you know hundreds of people thousands of people probably so i I think that it is important like every hurricane has an eye and and so you have to be looking for um where's that eye who is that eye how do how do i find that that spot where is that harbor in the storm um you know and for me you know it's it's faith for i think for, for a lot of people on here it is that um i meditate i read um, but you have to realize that you can do that, and you can pursue that. And again, you can get temporary peace out of that. But at the end of the day, it has to be just a fundamental part of who you are. It, it has to become your DNA, and that's only that only comes through discipline and pursuit. Sorry, I told you I, I get fired up about this man. <laughs> you should
1: uh, you should make this like a, you know uh, a chapter in your book.
3: This is pretty <laughs> this much is what, the whole this book. is pretty <laughs> much what my book's going to be about because we we need this we need. In this world, we need peace now. And, and I agree with you. And if
2: you're not grounded, you're not going to be able to help anybody else stay mm-hmm. calm in their own in their own world. Um, and I do very much appreciate how not to be a peacemaker uh, mm-hmm. because, boy, there's way I mean, It grieves my heart on social media and everything else. So many people that, you know, I would say they, they are trying. Some aren't even trying, but I think all of them can do
0: better. Mm, that is correct.
3: And uh, it, well, this is such a great tie in. This is such a great tie-in because oh you do better I'm gonna talk well this is a like this is a flamethrower like this is you want to talk about somebody that is not a peacemaker peacemaker versus flamethrower probably doesn't have well, she's almost literally why don't we just read the story Florida ding teacher arrested for allegedly spraying disinfectant like uh-huh. lysol sure at a student who didn't wear masks properly faces felony child abuse charges. A Florida teacher faces felony abuse charges after a reported incident incident involving face masks. Um, well, it's right here. Largo High School teacher Christina Retzgar allegedly sprayed disinfectant at her students students because they refused to wear their face masks properly. Retzgar became aggressive because four students refused to wear face masks properly in the classroom. Retzgar, an exceptional student educated education math teacher, allegedly sprayed aerosol disinfectant into the faces and bodies of the students. And they put an
2: age on the kids. Well, um, I
3: so let's see here. I'm not Um, saying like
2: 17, Eh, they had it coming.
3: Um, let's see. Uh, she's been teaching for 21 years. Um, the and the kids like special needs. Are we still allowed to say special needs? Like that's what that's that's that's, what. mm Street. Oh, I thought they were exceptional. No, no, no. well, th- oh, they're that's exceptional. What, that's what they call. That's what they call. That's <laughs> I, that's what this. I'm program a teacher, is. and I can't keep it straight. Yeah. Um. So, so they they that were. Something. Um. So I, I think they were high school students. Um. You know, and and well, the. notice it said for not wearing it properly? Not not wearing it. Yeah. Ah, bless her heart. She's so angry. So this is somebody that doesn't wake up with peace. And she watches, could... watches the news or whatever. She could do better. She could do better. So I
1: need to stop doing that. Yeah. That's frowned upon. <laughs> you're yeah, going to get in trouble. Chris. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I have to do better. Gotcha. Uh, or, you,
3: lot- or even a squirt bottle. Like I, I've heard you're doing that to your kids. Just the simple it's squirt bottle. Just of water. water. Like yeah. you do with a cat. I start with my cat.
1: Exactly. I start with my cat. <laughs> it's not water it torture. It worked really
2: well. I took it to school. It it's works water, pretty well. It's not
0: water torture.
2: The school board's going to let you know whether it's or not fine. it's a winner or not. Uh, Dateline, Florida. Bing. Drunk Florida man. Tries oh, right. to use taco as ID after his car catches fire at Taco Bell.
0: I'm not even reading. Wait, can you say that again?
2: Drunk Florida man tries to use taco as ID after his car catches fire at Taco Bell.
3: <laughs> Was the man's name Taco by chance? I mean, I...
2: <laughs> taco, not taco. even that. Taco. Look. I'm taco. My name is Taco.
3: Nope. <laughs> oh,
0: man. How far away you got to be a hurt person to to do that.
1: (laughs) Man. That is... You can laugh from a distance. I mean, it is sad. His car's on fire. Oh,
2: it's very sad. He's drunk. He's in a Taco
0: Bell. At least he made a Taco Bell. Good choice. Yeah, up and coming. I have a can't do better. (laughs) We can transition (laughs) Taco
1: Bell. I love Taco Bell now.
0: I'll do my can't do better. Uh, Arkansas woman... Buys almost $30,000 worth of groceries for z- disadvantaged families. Mm. Ashley Ann Jones, a 35-year-old business owner in Little Rock, Arkansas, surprised families under in under er, underdeserved areas of her community by paying for $28,000 in groceries this week. Having heard wow. that the lines at food banks were growing excessively long, that many charity pantries were running out of supplies around the holidays, Jones said she decided to target two Kroger stores in Little Rock for her Christmas surprise. That's just a good story. Yeah, that's beautiful. I have two candy betters. One's very
2: quick. Uh, On New Year's, I took over a dish of that potato, chicken, bacon, cheese Mm -hmm. casserole to my neighbors, who are awesome. was fine. And so what do they do? (laughs) He, He said, can I return your dish? Sure. He returned it with a pizza casserole in it oh. oh so and it's so cool that like my that's mom always awesome. said you don't return a dish without something in it that's something yeah it was an entire you casserole
0: do, you do it but you'll put like a little piece of candy in right that, like, you do just a little something something yeah, yeah just so it's not empty I've never
1: returned a dish with something in it we well, know me neither <laughs> well your mother's good at kayaking not necessarily teaching manners <laughs> hi mom
2: <laughs> I,
3: I, I never knew that either Chris I'm always giving you back your uh, Tupperware <laughs> stuff well yeah. see here's the worst
1: I knew about that and I don't do it right.
3: Well, but what I, what I do, Phil, Jay, with is gratitude. And appreciation, and which appreciation. means more. Chris, did you want to share yours? I
1: do. I'm going um, eco-tech. Although this is such a simple idea, I don't even know if it can be classified as tech.
3: Dateline England. Insert this. You got you to gotta read it uh, with an English accent. Huh.
1: See, <laughs> <he> you interrupted me <laughs> right still, at the
3: beginning. You got to read it with an English accent.
1: Nope, I can't do that. <laughs> Insert Australian. this on your bike wheel to filter the air pollution while you cycle. Dumb. <laughs> no, this is great listen listen how simple this is All right. a third year design student has quite simply attached a that was in quotes so i put oh, the accent oh, in yeah, that's okay. just from you
2: watching bridgerton
1: they attached a four layer air purifier to a bicycle wheel allowing cyclists to clean air pollution in any city where they pedal called rollo The filter could purify more than a quarter million square meters of air if merely 10% of London cyclists fitted it to their front wheel. If only. Armed with the basic understanding that pedaling a bicycle creates kinetic energy, um, all that was required to make this dream a reality was to find a way to channel dirty air in one side and expel the clean air out the other. And it goes on to explain that a little bit. But how simple is that? It's just a filter, just you know through the spokes of your of your tire and you're just riding doing your thing and also cleaning some air man. how you know, simple you know, man do better for some maybe
0: Elon will make like filter wheels
3: for your Tesla oh, oh.
1: perfect <laughs>
3: I have one last. Can't do better, Brian? You wanted to say something? I just think China could benefit very greatly from that. They, oh, ride, they ride a lot of bikes, <gasps> lot and of they bikes have the worst air pollution. in the world. Oh, oh my yeah.
2: goodness. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, they need Chris, to- we're going to send you over to
1: <laughs> figure all that out. There needs to be some communication there, yeah, for sure.
2: All we do is purify the air with our <laughs> bicycles. All we do. So I told you earlier that I was going to tell you a little something more about Christian. Oh, uh, that's right. Who likes to go hunting and walk quietly. Christian is a barbarian slash viking. Uh, If you would see his Facebook page, Christian Larson, a devout follower of Jesus Christ and a man amongst men. Um, He is exactly who he is. And when he when I saw I got notification that he commented on my status, I was like, well, this could go one of two ways. It could be, you know, honest and sincere or it could be barbarian. So he said hunting, walking quietly. And I said, "Okay, now give me the other side. And his response was this. This is what brings the other side of him peace.
0: <laughs> now I get it.
2: <laughs> Jay Mitlow. When I rip the spines from the backs of my enemies and drink mead from their freshly boiled skulls, I can see the face of God and all my stress melts away. Hashtag super peaceful <laughs> Sounds like a
3: guy I work with, honest to God. Uh, It brought
2: me such joy, and I thought, you can't do better than that. And then Shire's mom responded like, well, that is something. He's like, hey, Jay
0: asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lovely picture of the family. He's got a great family.
2: And he comes from
0: uh, a very good family, and he he is who he is, man. He looks, I mean, he's a Viking
3: in a polo shirt in this picture. Yeah, well he he looks like a viking slash he could be in the almond brothers yes
0: (laughs) what a beautiful family that's him cleaned up that's awesome um and that is how we like to end the show we like to end it on a good note um but brian would you uh give us a rundown and lead us out
3: of the show please i'll give you a rundown on the rundown um that's it for episode 97 everybody please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media And visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Bye. See you next week. I'm going to go read Brian's journal.
1: Bye. It was pretty good.
3: You stick it in. I don't remember what it was like inside my mother's womb. I I have so many more in me. Chicken thigh in the air fry.